0: Hey everybody this is joe benny i'm alongside my brother robert benny and my good friend ryan rydell um we're going to try something new um we're going to try to basically try out a podcast and you know every time we have an episode or anything it's going to be covering a different uh, topic whether it's baseball leadership current baseball events whatever the case is whatever is, you know we're kind of asked to talk about we're going to talk about and for this first podcast or first little talk we're going to uh, go over the difference between the controversial daddy ball term daddy ball <laughs> and those that dads that coach their son. And I think there's a, definitely a big, uh, misunderstanding, um, or those that just choose not to understand. And, uh, so we're just, we're using this platform to kind of clarify that a little bit. Uh, cause unfortunately I have feelings and I feel bad for those that are misinterpreting it, you know, the ones that are actually good for youth baseball. So I want to kind of clear the air. So like I said, I'm with my brother. and with Ryan
1: Rydell, so here we go. Yeah, what up, guys? Ryan here. Uh, maybe you recognize my radio voice from the <laughs> Leland Park microphone. Uh, but, yeah, I'm happy to be here. What's up with Robert?
2: What's up, guys? Uh, happy to be here. I think this is going to be a good way for us to really express ourselves and clarify our, our beliefs, you know, whether it's uh, the technicals of baseball, the swing, or just you know bigger topics that go along with the sport, so excited to be doing this
0: yeah i think this is a way to reach a, a broader audience not everyone trains with us or not everyone plays for our team so uh i think this is a way for people to you know on your way to work or if you're a student athlete you know before a workout kind of get some get some knowledge dropped on you
1: man you're gonna make people listen to your voice all day long yeah, bro.
0: they're gonna get annoyed with they watch <laughs> i get annoyed with you thanks but no, so we're gonna start off, like I said, the difference
2: between daddy ball, which is, I guess, been controversial locally, um,
1: and so coaching it, your son. What, um, for those of out there that don't understand exactly what daddy ball is, let's define what we're talking about here, because keep in mind, you're talking to a guy okay. that coached his son for mm-hmm. many, many years.
0: There's, okay, so daddy ball is those, and you really don't even have to be a dad to be daddy ball. Uh, that's 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 the thing too. It's Amen. it's those that coaches in any sport that get involved, and initially they might get involved for the right reasons, you know, just help out the community, volunteer their time. But then ego becomes involved, where they bend rules to stack their teams. Um, they pigeonhole kids to positions because they don't want to put little Johnny in there who might make an error and cost the game, you know. Um, or they you- over pitch kids to win a game. You know, they'll use their star pitcher and throw him. 90 to 120 pitches to, to beat a team that's probably better than
1: them. The stereotypical thing I get when in running the league is that idea that, you know, the, the coach's kid is always going to be pitcher, catcher, or shortstop, yeah. right? The the three main youth positions. Um, that's not necessarily always the case with daddy ball because sometimes that kid happens to be a, a good baseball player, and yeah. those positions are well-suited for him. So just because you got a, a coach that's playing their kid in those marquee positions doesn't mean they're necessarily – no. under that
0: it's the actions of the coach the ones that argue with
1: the umpires right. that it's all about them winning a 15
0: dollars trophy and they don't care whose health they sacrifice or whose joy of the game they sacrifice and realistically if everyone really d- dives into their experiences they've seen these coaches and yeah they're they're out there they're everywhere out there. i mean
1: yeah.
2: my first year in travel ball i saw it on it every weekend we saw it yeah i mean it's everywhere uh it's kind of a shame at some points how uh how these uh daddy ball coaches kind of take over the game and you know they make it about themselves and not about the players um it's something that's talked about a lot and definitely like joe said it's very controversial and uh we're going to try to break it down here for you guys and so it's an egotistical way to coach where it's
0: even though they might have they might not understand the game completely they don't want anyone else coaching they don't want anyone else helping it's their ego and that's all that matters it's my team i don't want any outside help even though they might be beneficial they it's all on them they're the coach and like i said i think people are lying to themselves if they don't understand that that's out there and maybe i wasn't clear on that and that's why i'm addressing it now but we played the edge twice this year and their coach So he played a little indie ball so i had limited professional experience but uh his son was on the team and the edge is part of a bigger like academy and everything, sports academy, basically. And his son was a shortstop and the leadoff. Kid was a phenomenal ball player, so it was well-deserved. And the guy, I don't think, said two words to his son all week of the two times we played him, and the coach was so engaged with every part of the game. Like, they were probably one of the most well-coached teams. The kids were 10 years old and hitting spots. Mm They are running the bases great. He didn't argue with the umpires. He was very calm. He didn't say much. Um, He let his kids play. The first time we beat him, the second time they beat us, and he had the same reaction both times. And we actually had a great conversation before the second game about how we're like we don't care about wins or losses. It's how, and we literally said it's how you win and how you lose at the same time. And yeah. that's where that's where that kind of leads over to now dads that are coaching their sons that aren't daddy ball.
1: So what you're saying is this: this coach of the edge, edge you yeah. said uh, he he had a kid on the team, yeah, I feel happened so. to be one of the better players, the best player on the team. At, and also in those marquee positions also leading off, mm-hmm. but was not what you would consider daddy ball.
0: No, cause he didn't, he rotated pitchers almost inning by inning basis. He wasn't overthrowing guys kind of like what we do with Benny elite. We never let, we have a strict, a very strict pitch limit. Um, he rotated, we saw, I think we faced them back to back days and we didn't see the same pitcher twice. Mm-hmm. So like he rotated people were rotating positions almost on an inning by inning basis. Like his kid played everywhere. Um, and you can tell he really coached the kids because, like I said, the kids were hitting spots, and they were taking great secondary leads. Um, he didn't yell once where daddy ball coaches are screaming at their players or taking them out in the middle of an inning if they make mess up.
1: Let, let's hold there because do you think that because they're loud that they're wrong?
0: No, but I think it's how you if – you're, if you're embarrassing the kid, then yeah. I mean –
1: yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I, I agree on that because I know a few coaches that can be pretty boisterous. Yeah, they get emotional in a game sometimes. Yeah.
0: Um, you are human, and and You're
1: I don't human. think they're bad coaches. I don't think oh. they're bad people, and I certainly wouldn't consider them under the umbrella of, of daddy ball like we're talking here. But I
0: am um, not saying people have to be like Robert and I, where we're quiet almost to a fault. Where people are like, oh, are they engaged? Like
1: we just sure our they're, coaches
0: let the kids play. Uh, we we work our butts off in practice. We take pride in our practice plans. Our development program to the point where when we when we write a lineup or we have a script for whatever we do and we usually have a script we know how the weekend's going to play out before the weekend happens yeah um we just let the kids play well like our big like i think anyone that watches our teams like all we ever say to the hitters
2: when we're coaching their bases one spot like, literally <laughs> i mean like their experience i think you know i mean you talk to these kids their own games or if you had a coach talk to you during the game that adjustment's not going to be made just a snap of the fingers so there's a time to approach the kids and talk to them and use that's in between innings or you know, after the game, yelling across a field or making a scene is not gonna do anything. And um, I think when you see that, it's you kind of just like wonder like, well, why are they, why are they making themselves known? That's not helping the kid. It's not helping anyone just drawing attention to themselves. And uh, I definitely don't think that's the right approach to go about uh, trying to give proper instruction on a baseball field.
0: And I think it goes to ego. I think- those daddy ball coaches when they see a the player mess up they think it's a direct reflection on them so their immediate reaction is
1: yep. yeah and yeah. Make,
0: it, make it known that it's the kids fault rather than their coaching
1: they're they're worried about how people are going to perceive them as a coach exactly. by how their players perform
0: whereas it one that coaches and this can be like second, we'll get into the difference between a dad just coaching it's and daddy ball but like one that is right. truly in in it for the kids understands mistakes happen because you can watch a big league game and mistakes happen yeah and wait for them to come to the dugout Asks them what happened, and breaks and gives them the solution to the problem. So like, hey, the ball went under your legs. Like, well, this is how you aggre- you approach it too aggressively. You're an outfielder. Maybe go down to a knee. Just make sure keep it in front. Know the situation. Sure. Hey, okay, you'll get him next time. Don't worry about it. There's different ways, but like I, like Robert said, it's clear the daddy ball coaches. The attention's always on them. It's it's always it's about them. It's not about the kids. They they're willing to blow a kid's arm out and throw. I saw how many kids this year did we see, like 10 11-year-olds throwing 150 pitches, not
2: just the pitches, curveballs, and yeah. just, just stuff that's so unnecessary at a young age that provides no real proof of this player development. Just It's just simply to win, win some tournament games that they're not going to remember two years from now. So
1: so I, because I run State Line Baseball, I have a lot of coaches that come through our program. Uh, many of them start – just as dads. Mm -hmm. Right. And it, a lot of the times it's the league begging them to coach because we need these volunteer coaches. We need these dads and moms to step up. And I I say moms, because when we say daddy ball, it's not just a male thing, right? There are, it's just, the issue is, um, coaches who are taking their own goals and trying to reach them through their kids,
0: let I'm gonna make it clear. Youth sports cannot, could not be successful without volunteer parents. And I right. applaud every parent it's, that it's, dedicates their time. I'm a parent now, and I understand how busy like work life balance is. Yeah. And you dedicate even more time, your free time, to helping you like young athletes. I applaud them. My son is 16 months old. Maybe one day when he if he wants to play, I'll have an opportunity to coach. Yeah. So th- there's a big difference. Like my dad coached my brother and I. He only coached me until I was like 12 or 13. Through high school, coached my brother through high school.
1: So you guys have experience with your dad as a coach. 100%. Was he no. what you would?
0: My best friend to this day still stays in touch with my dad because my dad was the only one that ever gave him an opportunity to play. Um, my dad coached us in middle league, and he just taught us the basics, the cutoffs. Like I was the best player in middle league on our team, but I was never overthrown. I was never always in those crucial spots. He gave everybody opportunities. I wasn't always the shortstop. Mm-hmm. He moved me around. Mm-hmm. you know, and everything was in the best interest of the team and the kids, and he gave everyone great experiences. Um, and there was never a win at all cost. It was never that. And there's a lot, and there's a lot of people out there that do that.
1: So do you do you think that if a coach understands the importance of win or lose, do it for the team, Do you think they could still be considered a daddy ball coach if they are, if they treat their kid differently?
0: No, because I mean, it's human and it's human nature. And I mean, I'm a father like, yeah, you're going to, there's going to be time you relate to your kid and there's going to be time where yet, obviously everyone as a dad, your kid's success or non-success is going to weigh on you more than the other kids on your team.
1: Mm -hmm. That's fine. And you can treat your kid a little differently. Like you might be a little harder on him or a little, whatever the case is, because you know your kid's personality, what he
2: can and cannot take. Right. That's fine. It's the approach to coaching. Like I said, bending the rules of a league to stack
0: your team. Overthrowing kids, not playing kids just so you can win. Yelling at your players and doing throwing curveballs, doing everything you possibly can.
1: Cur- curveballs at a specific at age. At a specific age, right. yes.
0: Doing all you can to win a trophy. Where it's just, I don't see the benefit in it, I think. And that's where I say that those are daddy ball, which is completely different than being a father. So when I did that post and I said, we do not have a son, when differentiating our business and what we do to others, that was a stating a fact. Because we've had people within and outside of our program say they have so much interest in our program because we don't have a son. Sure. Why is that? There's no hidden agenda.
1: Well, it's certainly different because most programs in this area are gonna be coached by a father yes. of, a, of a player. Mad. No, and there's a bunch of really good People yes. that are coaching these teams. Uh, I, I know many of them personally. Uh, I don't want to vouch for people that I don't know. Um, and we're certainly not going to name names here, but there are some other really bad ones Absolutely. that I know of in the area that I would never want my kid to be playing for. It, win or lose trophies, uh, whether or not it's a low price or a high price, no matter what the facility looks like or how good they're going to look in your uniform, there's just some coaches in this community. Nobody that I, uh, love would ever get an endorsement to play for them.
0: Yeah. And that's the big difference. Like, like I said, people, I think forget that this is our livelihood. This is our business. You know, we worked our whole lives to get to a certain point and achieve a lot throughout as a player that created, that allowed us to start this. Um, so when you market yourselves, you're not going to tell everyone, Oh, we're the same as everybody else, whatever fits your best. Like, no, like we have to draw people in. And like Mm -hmm. I said, people have come to us because we don't have a son on the team in eight years. If my son's playing baseball, guess what? There's gonna be a son in my program. Mm, Sure. So that it doesn't mean all of a sudden I'm daddy ball. Um, this, we started this because I mean, Robert and I could probably coach professional baseball. Well, no, we could coach professional baseball as a hitting coach. We could definitely coach college baseball at any level because that's what we've accomplished through our playing experience gives us opportunities. Sure. But the reason I chose and we chose for this level, is because you can make the biggest impact on the youth and we feel like through our experiences we've seen it all for the most part we know what's good and what's bad and we we believe our vision is the right
1: one well one would expect that you believe it's going to be good right yeah, like absolutely. i i love what we're doing with State Line baseball recreational pay-to-play week. i love what we're doing through the thunder program there um, and i believe that that's the best option for kids recreationally speaking. Right. And one would expect that every single person that starts a youth sports program should have a belief that that's the best thing for the kids that participate with them. And I don't fault them for that. Um, it's just the nature of of self-confidence. Right. That believing in yourself and believing in what you're doing. If you if you don't have that, then why even try? Right.
2: Yeah, for sure. I know, like when I came up here and Joe told me, like, hey, I need help. And I came here with the most pure intention intentions uh, I came here to help get these kids to become better ball players and reach their goals I mean whether that's going to the big field high school baseball college baseball professional baseball I came here with just intentions to help these kids you know um, sometimes you can get lost and you know just winning I mean, everyone's competitive everyone likes to win but my intentions you know Joe's intentions and Orion's intentions with state line thunder and all that stuff it's to literally just get these kids to become better ball players and teach them the game and Teach them the right way of how to play the game and just you know hopefully help them reach you know different levels of baseball and uh, be a joy through their process of it so i mean i definitely think our intentions here are just pure and i think that's a big difference between daddy ball and just that's uh, coaching or just anyone coaching you know is take that competitive you know all for the win all for the tournaments and then just have coaches whether dads or just uh, coaches with no sons, just um, in it completely for the kids, and you know what makes them right, not just a better ball player, but a better uh, person, but uh, um, eventually, a better man.
1: Yeah, you're so right, dude. Because you talked about intentions, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's exactly how you can differentiate between a, a parent coach and somebody who we call perform this daddy ball thing, right? It's the intentions. Why did you start the team? Did you start the team because you you were upset at your other coach not having your son start pitch, right? It, were you upset because he was hitting sixth instead of second or third? So you start your own team. Like, where's the intention at? Are you starting a team because you got a bunch of kids who are looking for something else and they came to you and they said, I want you to lead our kids into the next phase of baseball. Are you doing it because you want to win trophies? Are you doing it because you have literally nothing else to do? And you're like, Oh, whatever. Let's start a baseball team. Are you doing it because you think that your son is the bees knees and he's going to play major league baseball and you think everybody else sucks and you're the best thing since sliced bread for coaching. Um, I, I personally think everybody's got to check their intentions. You don't always have to be doing it quote unquote for the kids, right? Um, that's an altruistic statement. Uh, obviously you need to have a love for the kids, have a love for the process. Right. Um, but there's, there's a million different businesses out there for baseball and there's nothing wrong with that. I run a marketing business and everything I do in business is for my clients, but it's also for my bank account. And that's, you see a what I'm saying?
0: Point because I know a lot of people are like, well, your intentions aren't pure because you're getting paid. Well, this is my, this is my, I think it's a hilarious like argument because it's like, what I've accomplished in life and what I've worked my whole life for
1: allows me to do this. Yeah, and
0: there's a demand for it. It's not like it's a law that people have to come to me to learn baseball. People choose to, and on top of that, like say you're in legal trouble, and you know you can go to, you can go to the bar with your friend and ask for some legal advice. Maybe has some experience, but ultimately you're going to go to someone that knows. You're going to go to an attorney. What are they going to do? They're going to charge you for your their time. Right, and that's us in the baseball sense we've experienced through our hard work our whole lives we've reached levels that not many people do so people are paying for our knowledge so i mean like mm-hmm. yeah i people when they say well, your intentions aren't pure because you get paid it's just for a paycheck it's like what's well, my life that i started a business i i have the right to make a living off this because i i worked hard
1: for it sure but that's not the only reason right you know, that's not the only motivator yeah. and that's my point like i love making my clients happy exactly. through my business i love seeing the smiles on the kids faces i i what we do it. And I'm just talking business here is, is very fun, very rewarding, but it's business. Like I need to pay my bills, right? I need to support my family. So bottom line, the moment I stop getting clients to pay their invoices, I shut down the business, right? Yeah, I'm like, just
0: blessed to wake up every day and do what I love. Like my, like our intentions are pure and that's what makes it fun to go to work every day and do lessons and go above and beyond for our teams and do whatever we do every day, It's because we love it. I mean, we love what we do and get paid to it. Like mm-hmm. it's, I'm not gonna apologize for that.
1: Speaking about clients, my phone's blowing up, sorry. <laughs> <It's not. laughs> Making noises in the middle of this thing. I don't,
0: I don't know, I think it's unfortunate that, and I, I know there's confusion on daddy ball, just being a dad, coaching and it's well, funny to talk to my friend, Richie Mark, who I saw. He's a starting shortstop for the Orioles. Starting shortstop for the Orioles. For those that don't know, him. we played for the, in the A's organization together. Then he got picked up by the Orioles in the Rule Five draft. I won't get into all that; it's confusing. But um, it's,
1: it is pretty cool. I, think. Yeah. I, I saw all that work out, and he's he's doing well.
0: Doing? Yeah, he's doing well. I mean, he's a big leaguer.
1: Yeah, well, I he, guess so. <laughs> he's,
0: he's enjoying every second. I mean, him and I became very close in, in uh, with Oakland. But um, I was talking to him, and he was asking how this is going. So it's going great. We love what, we love it. We have a nice little facility. A lot's happened in a year. Like it's only been a year, a year and a half now. Sure. And, uh, but I was explaining to the issues we're dealing with daddy, like daddy ball saying and how everyone's fighting us on our hitting philosophy, this, that, and the other thing. Well, not,
1: not everyone, but yeah. obviously, you know, squeaky wheel gets oil, right? Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. So like, um, and he's just started laughing. He's like, that's hilarious because like in Florida, and I know it's completely different baseball environments. Mm-hmm. You, you would, people would agree that Florida is a breeding ground for good baseball players. Yeah. And, and it yeah. helps. It's a warm climate. You can play around the Play around, yeah. But he goes, You can't start a baseball team or an academy unless you have pro experience. And then he was like, And only, and the, if you're serious about baseball, that's where you go. There's no questions asked. Mm-hmm. And he goes, There's a million of them, but there's a lot of former pros there. And he goes, For those ones that do pop up, like the dads that do start a team, whether it's good for good reasons or pure intent, whatever pure intentions are bad, whatever. No one's going to sign up for those teams unless they're affiliated with one of those bigger academies or getting help from them. So basically he goes, dads know their weaknesses and look for the help. Sure. Whereas the ones that don't and are daddy ball, they just fall under because no one signs up for them.
1: Yeah. I hear you there. Because I mean, shoot, I've probably coached at least 25, 26 seasons of baseball yeah. over my time. And obviously still running the league. So I've got a ridiculously large amount of exposure to youth baseball and coaches. Uh, And we at Stateland Baseball, we try to train the coaches. You guys help us with it Uh, because there are so many limitations in what a volunteer coach can do. We love them. We support them, try to give them the tools. But there is a cap with them there. And in my case, even with all of my knowledge and experience, I have my cap right? And that's where I need to understand it. All right. My son is now 15, 16. Well, he's currently almost 18 years old, but a few years ago, he's 15, 16 years old. It's about time that I step back and let him decide how far he wants to take this baseball thing. And and as soon as his goals are farther than my capacity to take him, I, I need to be humble enough to say, all right, here you go. Take, take it to the pros, take it to these other guys with more experience and resources. Uh, which is why, of course, he'd been seeing you guys for a bunch of time, playing Hatton, and enjoying it. Uh, and We'll see where he goes. But some other players, maybe that age is 11, 12 years old. And or and it complete. I think it depends on the player. I think it depends on the parent, the coach, right? What do you know? How far can you take them? Um, I believe I'm a pretty good coach, and I can coach kids up to a, a pretty good level. Uh, but I'm certainly not the coach that's at that college level. I'm not that coach at that pro level, right? That's I don't have I don't simple. have that pro level experience. It's just not in me.
0: No, and it's something as simple as say you're an inspiring businessman or entrepreneur, and you go to a seminar. Who's the lead speaker? A successful businessman or entrepreneur. Right. You're getting your advice from someone who's been there, done that, and succeeded doing it. Right. So like, if you're looking to become a good baseball player, or if that's your, whatever your goal is in baseball. Shouldn't you be seeking out the people who've been there and done that? And it's okay to look at yourself and say, I had not been there. So like in our sense, Derek Jeter walked through our doors and said, I want to help you guys out. Okay. Yes, yes please. please. You have <laughs> gone further than you know more than I do. Right. I'm interested in learning. There's no ego. Even now, like we bring in people, we bring in your son to help up with our catchers. We bring in Jaden Dixon to help with our catchers. We bring in people for pitching. We we do it all the time. Like we know our limitations in certain areas. I didn't pitch in college or I barely pitched in college and I didn't pitch professionally. Never caught, they tried it, They didn't like it. I don't know those, nor does Robert, you know. We understand that. We bring people in to help our players. There's no ego there. Sure. Yeah, and, I, and that's where I think the daddy ball and the coaching or something is a big difference, whereas the daddy ball coaches refuse to take outside help. They don't want it because it's their way and they're the only way even though their experiences are limited. Mm-hmm. And they probably can't take their kids to the next level or progress them, but once again, it's their ego and them winning trophies that ultimately matter.
1: I've I've always been a baseball guy growing up, and I was lucky enough to have a son who, without my prodding, chose baseball as well. It's just in our DNA, I guess. Um, but I've always been curious how far this issue bleeds into other sports.
0: Robert played football. He probably know more than I did. I didn't play football.
1: Like, we're in the middle of football season right now, right? There's, there's at least three – like hyper local youth football programs in this area that I personally know of, I'm curious how if if this impacts them as well. Issues with dads that are great volunteers versus uh, parents who legitimately are only in it because they want to have their son be the starting quarterback.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it you know goes for all sports. I mean, whether it's men's, women's, I just feel like is always going to come across those people who's just kind of more in it for themselves kind of for their own glory for their own kids glory and uh i think you hit it dead on the uh, nose right there um it football the big one you know i know when i played it was you know being the quarterback you know it was always like a battle it was almost like if if you beat out someone or someone beat you out it's like you almost you hated the other person or yeah. just like it got so personal and and I think it's like a terrible way to look at it. Um, I think, yeah, I don't know. I think a lot of these other
0: teams pop up because their kid, could, because a kid didn't win a spot or wasn't on that, but didn't make a team, or, and then the hatred starts spewing and then the ego start going. And, yeah. and I think, like I said, like, it's all about intention. It,
1: that message it, that's it, it's it's sold, I keep intention. going back to intention. It's a
0: hundred percent intention, like, a, a, da- a dad that coaches a son or a mom that coaches a son or a daughter, whatever the case is, if you're in it just to help out and volunteer and, and uh, contribute what you can and do it the right way, that is great. And this, and the and we need more people like that. We welcome it. We love we it. Love we it. want to support it. you. And we and, have four and, yeah. great assistant coaches on our Benny Elite teams that are dads right. and players on our teams. Yeah. They're phenomenal.
2: They're great. And I've learned, a lot from them yeah. and these are guys who you know, never played college baseball or pro baseball i've learned plenty from them yeah, i've went to them during games for advice or of decisions or just uh just pure baseball knowledge and i've learned plenty
1: so it, advice on like hey your son is crying out in right field <laughs> can, you, can you please tell me how to handle this like does I mean, he respond to snicker bars <laughs> or sunflower seeds I,
0: I not yeah like said they've been so good and the thing is like once again, it's an ego thing. Daddy ball, they don't really like advice. It's their way or the highway. Like in our situation, like I probably went to my assistant coaches on it yeah. almost like five times an inning. Mm-hmm. Hey, what, what do you think about this? Where's their pitch count out? What's this? What's this? How do you think about this? Or they come up to us and give us their insight and there's, it's always great
2: baseball conversation. It's okay to ask for help, you know, no matter any sport or whatever you do, doing, it's okay not to know everything, to seek knowledge. I mean, I'm still learning every day more about baseball and, Uh, growing my all like just my knowledge for the game just continues to grow talking to joe talking to ryan all the time about it and you know it's just it's okay not to know everything you're not supposed to no
0: 100 percent. how many times ryan have you come to our practices and we have like 17 helpers
1: yes (laughs) 17 helpers (laughs) i'm I'm just glad that i don't have to be one all the time (laughs)
0: it's just i don't know like i said the difference is solely intention and take it, I guess people can take it as they want. Like we're not attacking anybody. We don't attack anybody. I think anyone that knows us, truly knows us and understands us, knows how laid back we are. Yeah. Knows we're in it for the right reasons. Knows our, know our intentions are pure. And yeah, like I said, we make a profit off it, but it's a business, you know, we, we wouldn't be able to dedicate as much time as we do if could
1: it could have be been Yeah, running run a business, you're supposed to make a profit. Yeah. Okay. I. No, nobody would ever come to me and, and complain, um, that I have a a nice house based on running a good business. Right. But the truth is, like I said earlier, I, I do it to help my clients. I also do it to support my family. Right.
0: You love it. You grow into it. You have a passion for
1: it. Yeah. It's, it's all, it's always about intention. It, it, it bleeds through community organizations. It bleeds through sports. It bleeds through education. It, It bleeds in, in family. And intention matters a lot. 100%. Yeah, that's that's why I love the volunteer coaches that we do get the good ones yeah. because you you can see their pure intentions. They're
0: treasures, man. They're they're literally treasures. I mean, it's, we're so fortunate with our forces of coaches knowing you, Zach, Jaden Dixon, the, the helpers we have because their intentions are pure. And,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I mean, it's, and that's the thing. Like when we say and when we talk to our coaches or we talk to anyone about our program, and we're going to get anyone involved, it's they get. The one thing they better be on board with is the attention of the kids. Mm -hmm. You know, like everyone be on board with the pitch count. Everyone be on board with rotating and understanding, hey, everyone's Mm -hmm. going to contribute to this win here.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, Our big thing is we don't care wins or losses. I really don't care about wins. That's why I find it funny when people accuse us of recruiting. Like I have nothing better to do than try to recruit (laughs) 10-year-olds to play for me. Um, Because we realize it's a hilarious
1: hilarious (laughs) thing to hear
0: just because (laughs) – like what am I offering scholarships? Like I don't get
1: it. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it is kind of funny. I mean, you, the claim of recruiting because it, it's a very specific claim. It's a very specific term with a specific definition, and I don't, I don't know if people care what I say about this, but I happen to know you guys are absolutely not even close to doing anything like recruiting cool. players. You, it, you're you're just offering your services to the community, and for the people that want it, they they can come, they can train with you they can go to your tryouts try to play for one of your teams come to some of your clinics and that's that that it's literally the opposite of what the definition of recruiting is you are not going out seeking the kids that you're the kids are seeking you
0: and my thing is if we were so in the recruiting area wouldn't we have more than two age groups
1: well i mean that's a good argument to make
0: Um, and also too i think anyone that gives lessons that does lessons or with the, anything and play in other organizations. My always, my biggest questions, are they happy where they're at? Are they happy playing baseball? Okay. They are great. I don't care who they play for. Yeah. If,
1: if you're, if you're happy, you're having a good experience, you're not wasting everybody. your money. by all means
0: everybody. And right. we don't care about winning. Right. It's how you win and how you lose. And I, when people, I see that it really makes me laugh just because like can't offer a scholarship. I mean, when, yeah, when people call and ask us about our program or, yeah, obviously, we try to sell it to them. I mean, who wouldn't? Like, yeah, this is why we're better. This is why we think we do the best job. This is what we have. This is what we offer. Sure. I mean, if you want to take that as recruiting, that's it's not. It's basically... Well, it's selling like, the getting, value. Yeah, right? you're giving the information they're asking for, but it's right. definitely not like we're... We just got done with playing a team, and we have a roster here, and now we're just cold-calling people, trying to get them off their teams. Like, that's not the case at all. I don't <laughs> care. First off, I don't even know... Honestly, I think every team you played, I ne- never knew a name of a kid. Because more times than not, when you get the lineup, it's numbers. Yeah, like, so I don't even I mean, I get names. And it's like, what am I like? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> After I have to keep going on Facebook, looking yeah, on look, the parents hey, recently. 2020, <laughs> 20,
1: 20, 20, 20, we need number 17 from that red team. You remember <laughs> that one? He <laughs> ripped that triple to the right center field.
2: Oh, <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: Oh. And I think, I think when people see our rosters going to next year, they, they're going to see, like, 80% 90% of the kids are back. Most you know, most of the kids are back. Like, We don't, we, it's a development. We, yeah. we want to take the same kids and bring them up. I mean, it's,
1: it's fun. It's funny you mentioned that kids coming back because, uh, state line baseball has been around for 40 plus years, right? It, there's only, a, I think one other organization in this area that's even close to that long. Uh, but the thunder has been only around for eight seasons. I think now, eight-ish, maybe nine, I'd have to check. But the um, the th- one thing that happens when a kid decides, okay, I, we've played state line, we've played Thunder, we're gonna try to take it to the next level, I wish him well. Mm-hmm. I make recommendations for programs, some of them go in different directions. The ones that end up coming back, um, nine times out of 10, it's because they had a problem with the coaching. And, and that sucks that sucks um but i'm happy that we got a program for him to come back to right um it, it's just something where i realize that not all coaches are great for all players and that's okay as well right not not all players are going to drive perfectly with every coaching style uh, i just hope that if anything if anything out of this conversation and, and those that listen to this later are going to understand is that um you, you need to figure out what are the intentions of the coach, because what where that starts that's this that's the seed, right? Is the seed poisoned from the start or not? And that's what's gonna grow in from that program. 100. You hit the
0: right there. Yeah. It's like I can't express it enough. And like I said, I hope this clarifies everything, because I mean, even though I really don't respond. I see comments I see things you know I see it all you
1: know, mm-hmm.
0: I, I get this I get stuff sent to me I see it things people, always get back to me people,
1: people talk. talk yeah
0: and I so I'm aware of everything that's out there and um I'm laid back so Robert and I are laid back even though we have to check ourselves sometimes but I hope this clarifies I mean laid
1: back <laughs> laid back <amongst laughs> the giant the, okay <laughs> <laughs> so uh let <laughs> I'm sorry I'm just thinking about this we're, we're looking at Joe Benny Robert Benny Ryan Rydell uh <laughs> we do not get tagged as laid back individuals all right yeah. we are we're, we're pretty confident in terms of our baseball skill yeah yeah <laughs>
2: okay well, that, if you come out come
1: so out watch not, us play softball together yeah, in that case, yeah. <laughs> on the field I'm not laid-back. you are gonna feel yeah. my wrath on the field that's just that's just that's
0: gonna happen but when it comes to coding and stuff we're pretty yeah we i'm the same made way made fun of how quiet we are
1: i always have been the same way yeah. if if you see me out on a diamond like hardcore talking to an umpire, something went drastically wrong, yeah. right? If you, if you see me kicking my hat in the dugout, like the world is over, oh, yeah. right? I don't scream. I don't, uh, I don't give, uh, evil eyes to players, level head, keen, cool, yeah. like just chill kind of a coach. Right. Um, and you know, you can pair up that kind of a coach with maybe a little bit louder outgoing kind of a coach. Uh, but I just like being cool, calm during the game and then get me in practice. I'm all I'm having all kinds of fun with my players, right? It's just how it goes. But um, it's it's funny how that works. Maybe that's why we get along so well with baseball, because it was similar coaching styles. Um, but not not all coaching styles are the same and that just you don't have to be calm and collected to be a great coach, right? There's
0: plenty there's plenty of fiery coaches. Like there's moments Robert and I are fiery we never yell at the kids or we never anything like that but there's times where we're fiery in practice and we let them know we're, we're upset mm-hmm. um, our fall ball team about to know it real fast just because they were sloppy on <laughs> the bases but it's, but like once again it's it's not about the win or loss like I bring up the example of slopping the bases we won 11 to 1
2: once we, a daddy ball coach is oh I don't care we won you know yeah. whereas us it's like we lost we won 11
0: to 1 and we're over here upset about the base running right? because we're just so developmental like that's all we care about
1: There's my phone again. I'm sorry.
0: I mean, I don't know. And that's why I I don't know. That's just, I think that's the biggest difference the intention. You know, you see Daddy Ball. We ran into this year where our teams didn't play well. We're placing a Daddy Ball team and they're running up the score on us nonstop. They're stealing up 15. Rob and I, we stopped stealing once. I mean, I get in trouble sometimes. I stop stealing once we're up by seven or eight runs. Mm -hmm. I just don't see the point in embarrassing a team. We just recently won huge in fall ball, like a really football esque type score. I reported it at the complete opposite, like where I knocked off 20 plus runs off us. Cause I don't mm-hmm. want much, I'm not in it to embarrass kids.
1: Sure. You
0: know what I mean? Like that's never the, In once again, that's the intention. I'm not saying I'm perfect. Cause there's moments I'm weak.
1: <laughs> be, well, the game of baseball for youth is supposed to be fun, right? Yeah. It, it, I always say this with how my intentions uh, feed through state line baseball. We're trying to make good memories for these kids and parents, right? most of them are never going to play baseball at a high level, huge 99.9% of them are never going to reach professional baseball. 98% of them won't be college baseball. Right. And at the point where we're at with youth baseball, 85% of them won't play high school baseball. Right. So right now is your prime opportunity to enjoy the sport. And it's one of the reasons why I hate daddy ball so much because Not only is it bad for the entire team, but it's worse for the kid of the dad because that kid is getting wore out. They're getting annoyed by their father or their mom, whoever's doing it right. Uh, They're feeling way too much pressure to win and perform on the field. And they're, they're not able to enjoy one of the greatest sports in America in the world because of what their, their uh, parents are doing to them on the field. And that's why I hate it so much. You're ruining the memories with your kid because you're trying to gain notoriety, trophy, whatever the case may be.
0: It's toxic too because it, then it rubs off on the parents. They see the way the coach is acting, and then all of a sudden the parents almost take on that same personality. And they're yelling from the, the sidelines, they're yelling from you know the stands mm-hmm. and the umpire. And then their kids are now embarrassed because their parents are acting up because the coach has set the president that that's okay. Whereas, like, one of the things we. Constantly preach to our parents, like, don't yell at the umpire. We're not yelling at them, you don't
1: yell right. at them. That right.
0: call, like, it, and it cracks me up when people get so worked up about a strike three call. It's like, well, what happened on strike one and strike two? Like, right. like, did my player just take a pitch right down the middle, of strike one? Did he foul one off and wasn't ready to hit? I don't care about the one strike three call. I'm more concerned. I mean, now if an umpire blows three calls, you know, maybe have a conversation with him in between the inning, sure. But, um,
1: don't yeah, get me started about umpires, yeah.
0: <laughs> But Daddy Ball is just so toxic across, and then you see the kids now ad- adopting that attitude on the field. Where they're getting loud, they're talking back to umpires, they're throwing helmets, they're throwing bats, and I just think it's so sad. Not just because you're carrying on as a coach like you're being Daddy Ball like, but you're setting such a bad example for the kids because they're going to mirror your they're going to mirror your actions. Yep, you're the adult; like no, they're going to mirror your. No
1: actions. doubt about it.
0: And it, and it makes me so proud when we see our kids strike out on a bad call and they put their head down and walk to the dugout. They know, they know we're not going to accept it. And I, it, it, I'm not saying we do it right because, like I said, there's moments where we're weak and Robert has to check me and I have to check him. More so is Robert checking me. But, <laughs> but uh, no, it's just, it really is the intention. Like, I'm not just trying to be a coach, a good coach. I'm trying to be a good role model, a good leader, a good teacher. I know everything I do when I'm in the presence of my players is going to reflect on them. Mm-hmm. So if I, if I carry myself in a quiet manner and I'm respectful to all parties and I have a smile on my face and I don't show panic I know they're gonna have a smile on their face they're not gonna show panic Yeah, and I know then they'll be respectful to the umpires or to their coaches or to their parents like it goes so much further than the game and I think that's where daddy ball gets so lost where a daddy ball coach is so in it with, for the win and they'll do
1: anything and act any way not even realizing the repercussions of their actions Yeah, where that, their
2: kid
0: they're not even their own kid will go home and all of a sudden be a little you know what to their parents or to their siblings and it's something as simple as what they saw on a baseball field and that's that's what bothers these, me the most, and that's yeah. why I
1: hate Daddy Ball. Yeah, yeah, and it, it 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 does suck. But if nothing else, the extreme that we see uh, here here and there with with these Daddy Ball coaches uh, has another side to it. It's the extreme of the ones who are great coaches, yeah. and I think that the best way we can combat this is to show our appreciation for them more, okay. and to get more people to play for coaches like that. If we can, if we can recognize the positive, then we it, then in return that that kind of exposes the negative and weeds it out of existence more. I don't think I don't think we'll ever get rid of it a hundred percent, but I think it's our responsibility as people in charge of baseball programs uh, to make sure we're thanking the ones that are doing great work uh, and trying to drive more people towards those types of coaches and giving them more opportunities to to help out. I, in in my opinion, one of the best ways to combat this issue. I agree completely. I think so. We applaud
0: those that do what's the right. We sure do. Sure do. And we always recommend programs that we know. I mean, I'm constantly on the phone with you or Mm -hmm. Bill about sending kids over to Thunder who I think are great because it's a great program with the right intentions that are run by volunteers who are dads. Right. Who we do our best to help out. And like we always say, we're open to help out. We're open to help anyone that wants it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, right um, on man.
0: With the with the baseball part, our facilities open. We're an open book. That's why I tell everyone too that you want to come in as a coach and pick our brain or talk to us. Like, and you can be an opposing travel team. We'll teach you the same stuff we teach our elite players. Like, there's no competitive nature there. Like, where we're like, oh, we're gonna keep secrets away from you. No, if you want to truly get your kids better, we'll tell you everything. Mm-hmm. We'll show you everything, which mm-hmm. I've shown at the State Line Thunder, yep, coaches cl- or State Line baseball coaches clinics. Yep, we'll tell all of our secrets. We'll we'll break it all down. We don't care and if you end up beating us good for you i'm happy well, not
1: you not all of them I, I have this joke i tell my son i said i've taught you everything you know <laughs> not not everything that i know i <laughs> say that's, that's a good point yeah yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. maybe i'll leave out a couple of few, a few just like, just <laughs> yeah. certain certain secrets
1: we'll leave behind but that's funny like like the secret of how to hit a 12 inch a uh, clincher gym ball Four hundred feet <laughs> every time you come to the plate.
0: That's just can't teach that. You can't teach that. Can't teach that. That's just nasty. right on.
1: Well, I appreciate talking about it, man. This I could talk about this for hours because I am a dad. They coached, like I said, dozens of seasons of baseball with my kid, uh, and I've I have hundreds, hundreds of parents coaching in my baseball league. Um, some great, some just there because they have to be, right? Yeah. But I appreciate every single one of them. Um, and so I can talk about this forever. You guys ever want to pick my ear about this issue? I am I'm an open door. I Appreciate that.
0: Like I said, you know, some of our best friends in this community, because we we're new to this community, some of our best friends are those that coach baseball and our dads. And we talk about this topic all the time Mm -hmm. that that's that's why I'm happy we have a platform to clarify it just because I don't want to when we market our business I don't want to insult people that are in it for the right reasons like I said I think there is I think there is an understanding and I just think sometimes people choose not to understand but
1: right on so when can we expect another podcast I don't
0: know I want to make it a weekly thing
1: but Uh, well that's like training and games so I mean if
0: we can do maybe two a month um, we want to talk about what people want to hear so I mean or learn so comment email call text you know stuff you would like to learn about baseball wise obviously I don't want don't ask me how to run a 4-3 defense in football I don't know (laughs) know what that means (laughs) alright don't ask me to talk about the Giants don't be frustrated yeah you're a Giants fan you don't know anything about
1: football but uh
0: you want to talk baseball it can be college baseball professional baseball just you want to hear a story about our experiences or you want just a podcast dedicated to our stories or cool moments that's fine um we'll talk about it all and there's we're thinking about like making an educating educate train inspire type some leadership some baseball some current events just you know some I don't know, a little bit of everything
2: Yep, just want to share our knowledge, you know, uh, talk about the game present day, you know, or like Joe said, our past experiences. Just you know, kind of just express ourselves and you know, clear up any issues that there are, and just you know, kind of have fun with this and to see where it goes and talk just talk some baseball. We'll definitely be talking
0: Yankees, like Yankees baseball, since that's good baseball. We won't be talking Cubs baseball, <laughs> since that's on the, the bad end of things. And that's another thing: if you want to be a good baseball player, like, little key for all uh, baseball players out there, young baseball player, just watch the Yankees. Damn. All right, it worked for us. It worked for Robert and myself. We watched Yankees growing up, and we did okay. Just watch Yankees. Just watch good while Good. All right. If you want to be bad, this, watch the Cubs.
1: This is where I hit the stop recording button. <laughs> right on.
0: Like always, Ryan. Thank you for thank you for joining us and
2: everything. Right, thank you, Greg. thank you guys for listening. Uh, hopefully, you hear some good comments back, and talk to you guys next time.